0: Welcome to Growing Belleville Through Community Chats, a podcast presented by the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce to help highlight, promote, and enlighten people, businesses, and community events in the Greater Belleville area. Here are your hosts, Steven Sedlak and Eric Huber. Good
1: morning, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Growing Bevel through Community Chats. I'm your co-host, Stephen Sedlak, along with Eric Huber. How are we, Eric?
0: Stephen, doing well. How are you?
1: Good. Enjoying the beautiful weather here. Nice weekend. And hopefully, uh, as we've said in the past, hopefully the the warmer days are here to stay.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know when this will drop, but, you know, White Cottage now officially open. So, you know. Go out there, and they dialed up a good one today because it's you know seventy three. So they uh, they landed That's that right. one perfectly.
1: <laughs> now, if memory serves me right, it's your birthday today,
0: right? Uh, it may be. maybe, and maybe.
1: So I'm not going to sing happy birthday to you because nobody wants to hear that. But I'm I'm assuming you might be making your way down there for some birthday ice cream or something later.
0: Absolutely, and and apparently the wife already said we you can pre order now. So I mean, even better. They're They're ahead of the times right now.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Well, we have uh, two guests with us today. We have Melissa Fanning and Natalie Jablonski. Did I pronounce that right, Natalie? You did. Good. I usually try to confirm that before, but we had other things we were dealing with, so I apologize, but I'm glad I got it right. So anyway, why don't you guys kind of introduce yourselves uh, for those that don't know you and a little bit about the United Way as well, too. Perfect. I'll start.
2: So my name is Melissa Fanning. I am vice president of regions for the united way of greater st louis so that means i manage our nine illinois counties and four of our counties out west uh so the saint charles area i've been with united way for over four years and reside in the metro east and am proud to uh help our community live their best possible lives on a daily basis so united way is known for funding over 160 safety net agencies in the greater St. Louis area. Many of those are located right here in Illinois. And we also do many other things that we'll talk about, but we also can't do this without our volunteer leaders. So with that, I'll turn it over to Natalie.
3: Thanks, Melissa. Good morning, guys. I'm Natalie Jablonski. I serve as the director of communications for Schnucks, And this year, I'm also very proud to serve as the board chair for the Illinois Division of United Way. Uh, I began learning more about United Way in 2006 when I was working at HSHS St. Elizabeth's Hospital. I led the employee campaign there and later learned more about United Way as I became the president and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Southwestern Illinois. So when I transitioned to Schnucks, it was a a natural occurrence for me to join the board and later uh, take on additional leadership responsibilities. So excited to be here. Thanks for having us.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, Melissa, you know, United Way, everybody sees, you know, it. almost everybody knows United Way. They see signs, they see that. Mate, could you just dive into it a little bit more? Because, you know, not everybody might understand exactly how United Way works and the impact that it has. So could you kind of dive into that a little bit?
2: Yeah, I think you asked a really great, great question. Uh, United Way is a very complex organization, and I certainly learn more on a daily basis about what all that we do. Um, But our, our mission is to help people live their best possible lives. So we've been around for over 100 years. So last year in 2022, we celebrated our 100th anniversary, which was very exciting. And so we're really focused now into 2023 on helping people for the next century and what that looks like. We know this community has evolved in the last 100 years and is continuing to evolve. And so how do we continue to meet people where they are? Uh, Unfortunately, right now, numbers are showing that 43% of people in the Metro St. Louis area are struggling to meet their basic needs on a monthly basis. For us, that is a very staggering number and one that we certainly want to see lower. So I think we have a lot of ways to help people. We have a 24 hour helpline, 2 one uh, We also have a volunteer center where you can get involved and help some of the agencies that we fund um, because we, we're more than just funding over a hundred and six safety net agencies. So if you have a basic need, rent assistance, mortgage assistance, Uh, You may need counseling. We encourage you to call 211 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can now chat them and text them as well.
1: What are some of the, I know you guys, you're handling the Illinois regions, Mm -hmm. but then also, like you said, the ones out more West St. Charles, so past St. Louis, I assume, right? Right. So, what are some of the things that uh, you know? I, I guess in the uh, Illinois side here, in the in the regions and counties that you have here, mm-hmm. that you guys are, are really working on or focusing on?
2: Yeah. So, I think we are really trying to get across that while we're in two different states, Illinois and Missouri, United Way of Greater St. Louis is here for you, no matter where you live in our sixteen county footprint. Uh, we're seeing that post COVID. Uh, A lot of people are looking for jobs. They're struggling to, as I mentioned earlier, meet their basic needs. They don't always know where to go for help, who to turn to, what steps to take. And so we really want to make sure that we're getting the word out there that United Way can be that place for you um, and that we can help you find resources to take that next step. We always say that we're here to provide you, you know, with a helping hand and make sure that you can become the best version of yourself. And so part of that is utilizing two one one. one you know, utilizing our volunteer center, if you're looking connect to get help from people or to have people come help you. Um, and, you know, knowing that we can provide you financial stability and resources by calling two one one. We can provide you uh, with, you know, interview places and things like that to go if
0: you're looking for a job and things like that as well. Hey, Melissa, what, you know, what does that look like then, you know, and the help as far as the financial stability, Mm -hmm. you know, is it, you know, how constantly are you in contact with these folks that are in need for help, you know, whether it be with your volunteers or whatever the scenario is, it, you know, is it a one month basis? Are you, are you, there for a year for them or is there even a timeline on it what, yeah. what's it look like
2: yeah so there's so that's a great question Eric there's not necessarily a set timeline but we know that one meeting with these individuals is not enough you can't possibly talk to everyone about you know putting money aside for certain certain things budgeting for if you have an accident or an emergency so it's a it's a monthly process um, sometimes it's we encourage it to be at minimum once a month. But if the volunteers and the family or the individual need more, we certainly can do that. Um, And also right now we're getting some matches from Wells Fargo that's just coming to the Illinois side. So that if they're putting money into a savings program, Wells Fargo is going to match some of that for them. So that for the first time they're getting a benefit of trying to save. Because what we're hearing from a lot of people is that we can't predict what's going to happen. Um, and we're struggling to meet our monthly expenses. How in the world can we put money in a savings account for something down the road? And so uh, previously that was only offered on the Missouri side, and this year it's also happening on the Illinois side. So as an Illinois resident, I'm super proud to have that happening because I think that's a step in the right direction, knowing that if they put money in there, people are going to match it and then some, so that for the first time if they do have something they haven't accounted for, they'll have that ability. And it's also just talking about making, you know, smart choices. What what are you needing in your family or as an individual? And, yeah, it's sometimes going to be difficult. You're going to have to give up certain things that you may like, like maybe getting that extra cup of coffee or going to get your nails done, but starting to talk about how you can plan for the future and build that stuff back in as, as you start to save more money.
3: And I want to make sure that people understand, too, Melissa, when we're talking about Illinois, those are nine different counties in Illinois. So mm-hmm. Calhoun, Clinton, Green, Jersey, Mancoupin, Madison, Monroe, Randolph, and St. Clair County. So it's a big area, and we're providing yeah. funding to over 160 local nonprofits that are addressing these issues that Melissa's talking a lot about and beyond. So instead of just focusing on one single cause or one single issue, we support hundreds of causes, uh, just like the one that Melissa's talking about. So really, we're looking holistically at our community and how we can continue to support their essential needs.
1: You know, Natalie, I want to ask you, you know, you're, you're, did you say you're board chair or president of the board? Is that correct? Correct. In that role, I guess, what are your kind of uh, goals that you are working with um, United Way on for this year? You know, kind of what's your role in that aspect? Because a lot of people might not serve, you know, on a, on a border like that. So I'm not sh- sure how all that works and kind of what the roles of, of president of the board is.
3: Sure. Uh, I will tell you, I'm still continuing to learn as most board chairs with their honest will tell you because things come up and you realize that you have an opportunity to represent the organization in a different ways. So one of the big pieces for me that I tell our board members is we are here to serve as ambassadors of the mission of the organization. And we can do that in lots of ways. We can do that simply by showing up and learning and then taking what we've learned and sharing it in the community like we're doing today. We can also uh, interact with our community with knowledge and and be informed. So when I'm scrolling through my social feed, for example, and I see someone who's saying, I really need help. Does anyone know someone who can do this? Or I have a neighbor that's in need and I'm looking to put things together. I know I can respond on that social post. Hey, have you called two one one with United Way? And I can start the conversation. Uh, If I'm having lunch and Eric and I are sitting down and catching up and he's like, what are you up to? Hey, I saw you on the United way because I saw you post on social or I, I heard you talk about this. Instead of just saying, yeah, I'm on the board. I say, yeah, I'm on the board. And, and I share some of the great work we're doing because Eric may then talk to you and say, Hey, I had this great conversation with Natalie. So it's really all about sharing organically what it's about because people, as you mentioned at the very beginning are familiar with the concept of United Way but maybe they just don't understand the value. And so as a board member, I feel like that's one of my most important roles, is to educate and make sure people understand the value of United Way and how we're really helping people.
1: Melissa, I want to ask, you, you said there's, or, or Natalie said that there's 160 different organizations you guys work with in LA, right? how How is it that you guys, I don't know, chose those 160s or that it worked out that way? How does that kind of process work? It's a great
3: question. Yeah,
2: that's a great question, Stephen. So about five years ago, uh, we started talking about changing our process for funding. Uh, Previously, if you became a United Way agency that was selected years ago, could have been even back, you know, when we first started in 1922, you pretty much stayed an agency. But what we realized in those, you know, 95 years, there were more nonprofits being created in that time frame. The needs of the community were changing and we wanted to make sure we were meeting those needs. So we did a community needs assessment in all 16 of our counties. That included individuals that live in the county or work in the county, uh, people that, you know, served in government in those areas. We really wanted to get a wide range of information we took the results of the community needs assessment we ranked the top three needs in each of our 16 counties and we said we need to make sure we're funding organizations that are meeting those priority needs in all 16 of our counties we also want to make sure we're getting a very diverse group of organizations so that took a while and so we're on um, our first part of doing this So three years ago, we had open applications. We had over 250 organizations apply to be uh, supported by United Way of Greater St. Louis. We wish that we could have taken all 250 plus of those organizations, but unfortunately, there's just not enough money to go around. Um, And so... They filled out applications, very detailed applications, if you ask some of our nonprofits, that they'll talk about those applications. Um, but it talked about what they wanted to do with United Way funding. It talked about how getting funding and support from United Way could grow their organization, uh, not just from a financial standpoint, but from providing them classes about how to build a better board, how to run a capital campaign how to run an annual campaign. You know, we're there to support them in other ways as well. And um, based on that, we funded over 164 agencies. Now they get funding for three years. So right now, we just opened up the process to all of those 164-plus agencies to reapply for funding. Uh, Based on how many of them reapply, we will then be able to open it up the possibility of having other agencies join us or other agencies maybe seeking a one-time donation from our targeted funding. Um, and so we're gonna keep doing that because we realize that the community is continually changing and evolving. So every three years, we're gonna continue to have organizations reapply or apply sometimes for the first time to be part of United Way. So a couple of examples of agencies on the Illinois side that we fund, Illinois Center for Autism, Girl Scouts of Central Illinois, the American Red Cross of South Central Illinois, Mind's Eye, a Call for Help. Those are just some of the agencies in our local violence prevention center of Southwestern Illinois. Those are some of the local um, groups that we fund.
1: You know, I want to go back to the point you said about how you guys do more than just just the funding aspect, right? Mm-hmm. You'll help them support them in, in setting things up. And I think that's, a good resource because there's, you know, most people that are start, well, let's just say majority, if not all are starting these nonprofits for a very good cause, right? It's Mm -hmm. some reason that they either were impacted by um, or something of that nature, but they don't necessarily have the know with all to, of, of how to set it up properly, how to run it properly. So I think that's a great, uh, a a great resource that you guys are offering to them. Um, How many, I guess, how many newer ones, you know, let's just say somebody's opening up a nonprofit all that. How many of those do you think you guys are really, you know, helping bring on or, or applying that are in that early stage?
2: Yeah, so that's a good question, Stephen. You know, it really depends um, because during the application process, we also like to look at what are their goals and what are their um, objectives for their nonprofit. And so what we're finding is that some of those newer organizations start the nonprofit, which... Is a huge undertaking that then necessarily haven't thought about okay how how do we get out to the mass what our goals are what our you know um objectives are and so t- sometimes you know especially now with moving to that three-year cycle of funding we may say you need to flush some more of this out and then come back to us but we can help you in the interim with that even if you're not part of one of our safety net agencies we can still meet with you and we can still talk to you about what that looks like because if you know we're giving donor dollars also people in the community are going to ask those same questions and so part of our goal is that we've done the hard work for everyone in the community so for example if steven and eric you're both looking to give and you get so many requests you you don't necessarily know like have i vetted this organization what are they about what are they doing we're doing that for you. And so that when you're giving through United Way, you're giving to agencies that you can count on that they're really going to give their money where, they're, where they say they're going to, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Eric. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a, that's a key part that maybe some people don't realize. And I know through BOS, you know, we have our giving kind of um, – whatever you want to call it, we have our giving through our payroll systems. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think we definitely they do a great job at BOS with with saying, like, you can definitely make your selection. You can keep it local Mm -hmm. Uh, because probably a lot of people think that, you know, okay, I'm giving to the United Way, but how do I know it's really, you know, where it's going, who's it impacting? But Mm -hmm. I I think it it does a very good job of breaking it down to, to making sure it stays, you know, really in your backyard.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and what you're talking about, Eric, you're referencing our uh, workplace giving campaigns. So Bank of Springfield every year supports us through a workplace giving campaign. Other companies in the area do the same. Um, And as Eric mentioned, they can give through payroll, which we find is sometimes the easiest. They're not missing if they're giving, you know, $10 a pay or something. But asking someone to give $1,000 up front may be a bit overwhelming. Um, But doing it throughout the year, we can find sometimes it's a lot more manageable for people.
3: And that is something that we're looking to expand on this year. You had mentioned before, what are some of my goals? I'd like to see more companies following in the footsteps of companies like BOS who are doing employee campaigns and they're and they're running those and having them available. So I would really encourage any of your listeners, if they're working for a company, no matter how big or small, and they're not running a United Way campaign, it's super easy to do. And just they can reach out to us and let us know that they're interested. We can follow up with them. All they have to do is go to helpingpeople.org and learn more about what we're doing at United Way and send us a contact information and we can reach out directly to them and make it pretty seamless.
0: That's kind yeah, of, um... I, would, I would have to agree. I mean, that's, as you said, Melissa, it's the easiest thing to, you know, we have that annual meeting and you sit mm-hmm. into it and they send you the form and it's like you either increase it or, I mean, you can do as little, I think, as a, as a dollar a paycheck. And, you know, it's once you get that paycheck, if you're given a couple bucks a paycheck, you know, it's, it's going to a great cause. You're not even, you know, hopefully you're not feeling it in your pocket. And, uh, you know, you're helping, like you said, the local community here as well.
3: It's, it's a great opportunity to give back. And if it's if it's something that's in your heart, it just makes it even easier, right? Uh, the other thing that people love to do with United Way is they, they love to volunteer. We have an amazing volunteer center. It really helps to bring our people and our communities together, really building that capacity for effective volunteering, uh, they promote quality opportunities and you can get involved. So if you if you individually, you'd like to volunteer and do more, or maybe as an organization or as a company, mm-hmm. you're like, hey, I'd like to do a group project. You can go to stlvolunteer.org and find like literally hundreds of opportunities and you can filter them by different categories such as location, date, skills, interests, et cetera. Uh, you can do in-person volunteering. We have remote volunteering available and it really makes a huge impact to our nonprofits.
1: That was what I was gonna kind of discuss it and bring up is, you know, you guys, we've talked about how you guys are, are helping fund these organizations, um, but that money just doesn't come from anywhere, right? So I guess what are some of the, the ways that you guys get your funding? Just some, you know, similar to what we just discussed, uh, you know, just mm-hmm. how, you know, maybe there's ways, other ways people can do it as well too
2: yeah so a uh, great question stephen so while workplace campaigns are certainly one of you know the top ways that people give um we also have leadership giving societies and those are for just individuals that may be retired or they may work in a company and they give thousand dollars or more a year um they can join one of our four leadership societies which the benefit of being involved with that is it's a great way to network with other people across the community uh, we do fun events, get-togethers. Um, Natalie's a member of our Women's Leadership Society and can attest that I'm sure you've met a lot of different people through yeah. being a member of that. Um, we also, um, you know, have givers that just want to make an individual donation that's less than $1,000, and they can do that, too. Um, and, you know, some people want to just give a one-time gift. That's that's certainly a possibility Um, And then we also have our DeTocqueville Society, which is for those that give $10,000 above and and more a year. And that's a good group of people that gets together in St. Louis as well. But we certainly don't get all of our money from large gifts. I mean, giving us $10 a month, $10 a year matters. I mean, if we're helping one in three people in the region, no donation is too small. Uh, Literally every dollar counts because we're very mindful of what we spend. So I will add that if you give a dollar to the United Way of Greater St. Louis, 90 cents of that dollar is going back into the community. Uh, So I know that's something that I always look at when I give to other charities besides United Way is how much of, you know, my money is actually going to the community. So we really are very mindful of that and want to make sure that people know if they're giving to us, um, a majority of that donation is helping in the community.
3: And you don't have to wait till your campaign, right? So if you've got something coming up, a birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and you're like, oh, my gosh, what do I get this person? Give them the gift of the community, and you can make a gift and tell them, hey, I made a gift in your honor. You can visit helpingpeople.org slash gift, and you can make a gift anytime, anywhere, and make that donation, and you know that it's going to go directly right here in our community and make an incredible impact to one of our neighbors. So it's just a great way to continue to contribute. Something else we'll be doing locally here very soon. Melissa can speak to some of that is, uh, we have an annual food drive. So if you'd like to get involved and be a more part of that, you can get involved uh, in a different way with our food drive. Melissa, you wanna give them some details on that?
2: Yeah, so this will be the third year that we're doing a food drive. It was started in our Illinois division, uh, which focuses on St. Clair, Clinton, Monroe, and Randolph counties. And a group of our board members, Natalie included, came together and said, We don't want this to take away from the financial contribution that we provide, but we want to do more in the community to give back, and and what can this look like? And so, we created the food drive, which we are now rolling out to all of our nine counties in Illinois this year. And a Saturday in May, we will be volunteering, and I don't have 100% the date, but I can get it to you, um, at the local schnooks in the area collecting for agencies that are part of Operation Food Search. And then during that same time frame, we will be collecting at local businesses in the community, just putting out bins and then giving to other um, local nonprofits that weren't getting food from our collection day at Schnucks to help them. And um, some examples we picked like neighbor, um, House of Neighborly Services in Monroe County in the past, the O'Fallon Food Pantry, um, and given them food so that they can help In the summer, when people are out of school, we always see a big increase in need of food because families are feeding the kids where previously they've been getting food at school. So we're trying to really help with that food insecurity issue, especially in those summer months.
1: I mean, you guys, it's a wide spectrum that you guys cover. Uh, and, again, I think it's a phenomenal organization, uh, so so kudos to to both of you and, and how everything is running. Um, well, we want to be respectful of your guys' time here. Uh, is there anything else you guys uh, would like to discuss at all?
3: I would just like to say thank you for having us, and thank you to everyone who makes a donation to the United Way. I'm hoping just this additional moment of of learning has helped you feel like really good about how we're stewarding those those donations and and making a difference. And if you'd like to get involved more, by all means, you're welcome to reach out to me and Melissa and figure out what that looks like. We're always looking for new people to join committees on the board, board membership opportunities. So we have lots of of ways to lead, but also we need lots of hands, right? Many hands make Mm -hmm. light work. So feel free to reach out uh, and help make a difference. Melissa, anything else from you? Yeah, no, I
2: think Natalie, you summed it up you know, summed it up really well. Um, This is an organization that uh, needs wonderful volunteers to continue its mission. And we're always interested in talking more about United Way and talking to people how they can get more involved. So please feel free to reach out to myself or Natalie at any time. We're happy to meet you for coffee or lunch and talk more um, because I, I truly believe that United Way of Greater St. Louis is making a difference in our 16 counties, especially here in Illinois, in the Bel- greater Belleville area. And so we certainly appreciate the community support that we get, and we appreciate the opportunity to talk more about United Way on the podcast today.
1: Yeah, thanks for joining us. What's the easiest way for people to get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, so if you want to send me an email, um, that's great. My email is Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A dot, my last name, which is Spanning, F is in Frank, A-N-N. ING at STL.UnitedWay.org.
1: Perfect. Well, again, thank you guys uh, for taking the time with us today and, and you know, sh- spreading the word more about a, a great organization. So we appreciate it.
3: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Growing Belleville Through Community Chats podcast. Please remember to follow and subscribe to this podcast and share with your friends and community leaders. For additional information from this podcast, please reach out to the Greater Belleville Chamber of Commerce.